0: Well, hello, hello, hello. Grant here on this side and the other side. We have Mike. Say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. And we have a special guest today. We have Parks Director Little Rock, John Eckert.
1: Good morning. Glad to be here.
0: Good morning and welcome to another episode of Stepping Out with Little Rock Parks and Recreation. We're going to do things a little different this time, Mike. Uh, We broke this up into sections. What's our first one?
2: But we're getting professional here. We've done this like five or six times now, so we've kind of figured out what we're doing. So what we're going to do each time is we'll, we'll kind of review some of the things that happened in the last days, weeks, whatever it is, in between the different podcasts. Kind of review what's happened, and then our other segment will be coming up. You know, so here's what here's what you have to look forward to. Okay,
0: so first up, we're going to start with what's been going on, and the first is. Our MacArthur Park Trail project. We have been working on a trail project that connects MacArthur Park to Main Street and the Roosevelt School.
2: And that's a beautiful new uh, section of trail there, if, if you haven't seen it, just on the south side of I, I 630. Um, I know the Mac Park Group is actually working when they do their Mac Park 5K, incorporating that whole section of trail as part of their new course. It is, and also it's right at the entrance to the dog park out there. If you haven't been out there, that's one of our great dog
0: parks that we have in the city of Little Rock.
2: And our, our other uh, going on is over at the Jim Daly Fitness and Aquatic Center. Um, it's not the sexiest thing, but it's a redid the parking lot and a new sidewalk. So um, those patrons that use that area, it's, it's really something that's going to be beneficial and help things look a lot better out there. And I'll just jump in and say that this has been uh, much needed for quite some
1: time. It is the original parking lot for the facility, so it's been there for over 25 years. Um, Additionally, part of the improvements were ADA improvements, which will help our accessibility to the building and to uh, obviously have a better experience for our our users.
0: And also speaking of parking lots, Resmond Golf is also getting a new renovated parking lot. So for all you golfers out there, you're going to have a brand new parking spot.
2: That, that 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 was another much needed one that, that parking lot down there if you've been there for any events you you knew that that was something that was a long time coming I guess you say I could say that we had some forethought in that one we could, but we won't uh, over at Union Park uh the historic pavilion there um, for a long time has needed a lot of i wouldn't even say repairs it it just needs to be um demolished (laughs) demolished
1: (laughs) and and, it actually was demolished this morning uh so first step has been taken um the first step was actually identifying as a, a major issue we had a structural test about two years ago um to identify that the the beams were failing and that it needed to be removed so We have closed it off. In the meantime, we have actually gone forward and demolished it and have ordered a replacement structure, which will be going up in the next few months. So we're excited about that project, get that back up and going for that community.
0: And just keep tuned here, and we'll let you know when it's back up and running and then when it's going to be available to rent from Little Rock Parks and Recreation.
2: But until then, ask your cooperation. If you see that it's a construction site and there's construction fencing, or signs saying, please keep out... Please follow those signs it's not it's not for us to be trying to hide anything it's for safety um, you don't want to go wandering around a, a construction zone those, those are those can be dangerous sites if you uh, don't know what you're doing in there yes,
0: yeah, so please look from afar but don't touch so also speaking of construction Canis Park uh, we have begun construction on our first
2: uh pickleball courts dedicated here in the city of Little Rock pickleball is a uh, very popular sport and it's it's growing and uh, depend well if miss marjorie who comes to our parks commission meetings every month has uh, has told us time and again it's the fastest growing sport in america so this is hopefully the first in possibly other pickleball courts going up around Little Rock and and growing it within the state, that type of thing. So uh, we're very excited about those courts.
0: I still wonder why they call it pickleball. I have not figured that part out. How does the word pickle fall into that?
1: That is a great question, Grant. Uh, I will say I can't answer that question, but what I will say is that uh, a good thing about this project is also uh, is repurposing some of our older facilities to be more productive and more usable our uh, citizens so there was a tennis court there two tennis courts that had been in uh, disarray or disrepair for quite some time and had not seen use so we really feel like this is revitalizing that uh, facility and adds another just a great asset to
2: Can- Canis Park and and kind of it's not on our script here because now we have scripts because we're getting getting more and more professional Just step but, by step. Uh, earlier uh, there was a, a group of the staff members from Parks and Rec that went through a training um, about moving forward and, and dealing with issues that we've dealt with in the past. And, and one of the action plans that came out of that for parks was to to be blunt, stop doing things that don't work. So we're working on that. And this is, this is an example of that is there were courts there. I don't know if there were tennis or basketball, but not seeing a lot of use. So instead of just maintaining courts that aren't getting used, got feedback from the public, understood that pickleball was of a great interest and and it's something that we were able to come up with a plan, come up with the funding for it. And now it's taking something that wasn't working and making it something that hopefully will be uh, very popular and used by a lot of the different community members.
0: Yeah. And that's one of the most important things here, especially uh, once again, thank you for listening to the podcast, but also reach out to us if you think you have an idea for your park and we'll be doing events later on, you know, that we're looking at to get better feedback from you.
2: What's our other segment? What's the other segment, Grant? Well,
0: the other segment is coming soon to a park near you. And coming soon to a park near you, we have the Alsop Trail. This is going to be a new trail that's going to be going from the Cavanaugh Promenade down to the Park Pavilion facilities and softball field. So right now, that's just a dirt trail, but I believe this is going to be an asphalt trail?
1: That's correct. It, it will be, a, uh, I believe, a 10-foot wide asphalt trail that'll come from the promenade and go down directly towards uh, the restroom facility at the bottom of the hill. And this is funded from a grant from the RDOT, an RTP grant. So we're getting, I think, 80% of this funded through grant funds.
0: Awesome. I did not know I had that much money. (laughs) Bad joke. So Mike, what's going on at MacArthur
2: Park? Well, again, taking a a court that uh, had fallen into disrepair and, and um, repurposing it. A multipurpose court is going in, I believe it's... Is it just taking what was there and, and uh, improving it, or is it a new one? It's adding on to it, yes. Adding right. on to it, okay. And one of the things they play there is futsal, and another game I'm not familiar with.
1: Futsal, well, it's uh, extremely popular uh, in... The soccer world, when you don't have a full 120 yards to play a full force game, you find yourself a, a hard court surface and you play on a, a mini pitch, basically. So it's like little mini-me soccer. Correct. Yeah. Mini-me soccer. You That's have, what I'm going to call it. And you have sidewalls so the ball can bounce off the sidewall and play, it's still in play. Oh, so that, it's
2: in, indoor soccer, outdoors? Yes. Okay.
0: Indoor soccer. Okay, uh, that, makes, that makes sense. So uh also uh we are going to be getting a new playground at murray park that's right we have eight pavilions out there and we have this really cool giant space net we're gonna put a brand new playground out there so when you rent a pavilion your kids can go out and play
2: and again that comes through a partnership with some outside funding again as you mentioned mike uh, the Blue
1: and You Grant is going to be funding this. It's a $150,000 grant that we received, uh, and we're also going to um, combine that with some park funds, so uh, about $50,000 worth of park funds to make this uh, playground not only something special for the area, but to make it accessible uh, to the parking lot, to the pavilions. And I think one of the most important themes here is that in our last two projects we've talked about, grant funding has come into play. That's really vital to for our uh, progression going forward. And I I think it's uh, important to leverage every dollar that we have with, with any outside funding. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. We like money. Mm -hmm. So uh, also we have at Boyle park, uh, we are going to be doing some improvements to our mountain bike trail out there. If you didn't know Boyle park actually has a really nice mountain uh, bike trail system. And, but we're going to make it even better with a new skills park with features. And we're going to renovate about two to three miles of the trails out there.
1: CATA, uh, Central Arkansas Trail Alliance, has done a fantastic job um, partnering with us to develop those trails over the last decade. Uh, we were extremely thankful to them uh, for all their hard work. And again, this project is funded by an RTP grant through DOT, and it will be 80% of the funding provided through grant funds. So leverage, leveraging our tax dollars to get some things done, uh, but I do think that this is one of the most popular mountain biking uh, destinations in our city and we can't wait to enhance it and make it such a better a much better uh, experience for all to enjoy
0: awesome and also another thing we have uh, just besides just these capital projects we also have some things with recreation mike's what's going on with recreation
2: there's a lot of programming going on right now um and this is a lot of indoor stuff due to the you know time of the year weather and that kind of thing um Right now, registration's open for soccer at our community centers and our junior hoops program. Those will uh, open on February 3rd, which will be Monday. Well, I'm not gonna say what day, February 3rd, um, because this is a timeless piece. Aqua Zumba class uh, are held at Jim Daly Fitness and Aquatic Center. And then coming up at uh, three of our community centers are some Valentine's Day events. At Southwest Community Center, they'll have their father-daughter Valentine's dance. And then Stevens Community Center and Dunbar Community Center will have their Valentine's Day dances as well. And then at MacArthur uh, Museum of Arkansas Military History, each month they have a movie they show. And, and this is an outstanding program that they put on. It's free. Yep. There's free popcorn. There's free beverages. And it's, it's a movie um, tied to the military history of the state or the country and that type of thing. Uh, but coming up on February 18th, is the sh- they're showing the draft.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Movies at MacArthur is just a real fun program that we have great partners with. You know, we partnered with AETN that provides the movies for us to watch. Uh, and if you haven't been to MacArthur after we did all the upgrades to it, I highly recommend you go and check it out. I mean, I did not know about all this Arkansas military history until I walked in, and it is just fascinating.
2: Yeah it's a it's a outstanding facility that we have kind of one of our hidden gems uh, but it's it's one that uh, uh, we're very proud of. That is correct it's very special and speaking of special we have <laughs> our special guest
0: spot now with Little Rock Parks and Recreation Director John Eckerd. Hi John. Hello. Where would you like
2: to start? Well l- let me let me start. Uh, last time we on our podcast, we talked about some of the highlights from 2019, some of the things we accomplished as a department, some of the individual uh, divisions within the department. So this time we wanted to, we didn't want to get too far down the road before we talked about what what we're aspiring to for 2020 and even beyond 2020. So um, John, as the director, has, has a vision of where he wants this department to go, and we wanted to afford him this opportunity to To talk about that, so you know, in no particular order, you can uh, the the floor is yours. All right. Well, I, I appreciate
1: that, Mike. Um, I think the first thing that we always have to start with is we have to be aggressive in maintaining what we have and and improving our existing facilities. And we were, I think, we we're very successful with that last year, um, and we've made a made a very strong point in doing so. I think we had about. Um, 14 tennis court resurfaced service last year. Um, we added uh, fitness equipment, new fitness equipment at Jim uh, Daly, at Southwest Community Center, at Dunbar Community Center. Uh, started a, a scoreboard program and install, purchased and installed 27 new scoreboards throughout our park system, new field lights at Otter Creek. Uh, so we're making, we're making headway, and we're, we had uh, many more projects as well. That uh, that I'm sure has been gone over in the last segment, but I think we af- we absolutely have to start with take care of what we have. Um, that is is vital to uh, our success moving forward, and I think we're 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 definitely making headway in that regards.
2: Can you what, what what's what's some of the hurdles to that? I mean, budget is always the hurdle, um, but you've done some things to reorganize and and be more efficient in use of our staff and, and that type of things. Can you talk about that a little bit? How And maybe even how where you want to go in the future in that kind of area. Well, absolutely. I, I think one of the things is, and I think Mayor
1: Scott says this a lot, is your budget should reflect your priorities. Um, and when uh, when I got here, I think we had monies that were, were allocated to different areas that um, I thought could be better allocated towards our our deferred maintenance and our building and land maintenance. So over the last two and a half years, we've been able to adjust where those funds have been dedicated, and we've, we've now moved from a $150,000 budget for uh, building and land maintenance for, on a yearly basis when I got here to 600000 So I think we've made a tremendous step in that direction and putting resources where they need to be
0: to make a difference out in the parks. And actually, speaking of you coming here, I mean, you're still relatively new to Little Rock Parks and Recreation. So if, when you came on board, uh, what was that, two years ago? About two
1: and a half. About now. two and a
0: half years ago, mm-hmm. what was one of your biggest um, things that you went? Wow, I did not know about this about Little Rock Parks and Recreation when you came on board.
1: It's just the uh, the size and the the amount of park space that we have, with sixty three parks and numerous community centers, the gym, daily fitness centers, the golf courses. Uh, it's it's a lot to it's obviously a lot to manage, uh, and it takes money to manage. So that's definitely one of the things that's been challenging. Is again making sure our resources go to where they need to go.
0: What's one of the funnest things that you've experienced as your time as director? I, guess, I think other than the podcast, right? Oh, of course, know. this is
1: the highlight, but uh, you know, the summer playground program is something really special that we do here. Um, I think it's something that uh, is looked forward to by citizens in the community every year. They count on it. They, they, they can't wait to sign their kids up. And Mike, if you correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't some sites sell out within hours? Yeah,
2: when we when we went to online registration a few years ago, um, we, there's generally anywhere between six and eight different locations that the playground program takes place. And when you go online, you you sign in, you put your name and all that, and then you pick your site. And each of these sites has a capacity somewhere between 150 and 200 kids. That's that's the most that they can handle at each of those individual sites because of space and staffing and that type of thing. Um, and our, our two most popular sites generally sell out, if not within the first hour, within the first couple hours, absolutely. And and that's with the registration opening at midnight. So there's people staying up, and at 12.01 or 12 o'clock and one second, they're in there signing up, signing up, signing up. So it, it's amazing to see that first year we did online, uh, I got up at midnight just to make sure everything clicked on like it was supposed to, and to see the number of registrations popping up so quickly was just kind of amazing to watch. And this program, summer playground program, um, as a you know a subtle plug, this is the hundredth year of the program. It started in 1921. Um, we're going to do some celebrations uh, right before. Uh, the program begins and, and then throughout the program. So what we'd like to make a call. And we're going to put some things out on social media and that type of thing. But uh, anybody that's been a part of this program, if you have a memory, if you have a photo, if you have some kind of document or, or picture or something that you'd like to share with us, we'd love to compile kind of a, a a photographic or a memory history of the program, some of your highlights. I want to find the oldest living person that was a part of this Summer Playground Program. Jim Sick, I'm talking to you. Um, so if, if you've been a part of it and, and have something you'd like to share with us, parksmedia at littlerock.gov is an email that you can send stuff to. You can attach photos, that type of thing. Um, send, it, send it our way, and we'd love to share it with people.
0: And also you can uh, find us also on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. If you just want to send us a message via the, uh, social media, you can also use that avenue as well.
1: Now back
2: to John. Hi, right.
1: all right. So, um, yeah, day-to-day things we want to maintain what we have, but I think one of the most important things is evaluating what we, what our current state is and kind of looking towards the future. Um, and there's several things that I think um, Little Rock is is lacking, and I think it's not not a surprise, obviously, but um, I do believe that uh, we. We need a, a tournament-quality soccer complex, a tournament-quality baseball, softball complex. Uh, we need more gym space, um, availability for our, our, our community, and our trail system. I, one of the things that I think um, I hear the most is we, we need more trails. We need more connectivity. Um, we desire uh, the ability to get out and, and recreate off the roadways. And that's something that we really hope to be aggressive in the future as well.
0: Yeah, and the Arkansas River Trail here is just so much fun. I mean, I love being able to get on a bike. I can even leave here at City Hall where we do the podcast and just ride 16, a 16-mile 16 loop if I want to.
2: It's- and one of the things about our trail system is the the mayor had his um, task force looking at the repurposing of some of our parks, and one of the things that came out of there, and it came naturally out of the Parks Commission Uh, some of their views and, and some of the other input we've received from the community is the connectivity you talked about. And we have plans, ideas, thoughts to do this. Again, it's just a funding thing. So I know one of the things that was on the highlights of what we accomplished last year was the amount of money we got through outside funding, partnerships, and that type of thing. Talk about how you're working to continue that, maybe grow that, geared towards some of these goals you're looking at sure
1: uh so last year we got about approximately 1.3 million dollars worth of grant funds dedicated to to our department and to our projects and when you when you think about that as a cumulative of our our overall budget that's approximately um it's just over 10 percent of our our cumulative budget we were able to raise through grant funds so that again that is a huge part of our ability to get things done and to uh have success um Couple, couple, one of those grants in particular was for Western Hills Park. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. A little yeah, bit, not much, not we'll in detail. Have at it. All right. Well, uh, Western Hills Park is just recently received a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar grant from the uh, Outdoor uh, Legacy Grant, which is a federal land conservation fund uh, grant. And that will combine with approximately $850,000 that was dedicated during the 3.8 uh, 2011 sales tax initiative. Um, so we'll, we really feel like that is going to be just a tremendous project for us, and we, we're um, we're really excited to get started on that. So we're hoping to see a lot of movement out there, some construction going on at Western Hills Park to make that just a just a top-notch facility.
0: Yeah, Western Hills was a uh, golf course we purchased way uh – couple of years ago and i think we got it for about a million dollars and uh it, if you haven't been out there it's uh very interesting to go out and just walk and see all this uh, beautiful open space out there
1: yeah it, it, so part of this project uh, there's gonna be really beautiful pl- nice playground natural playground um a, a large trail network two to three miles uh fishing piers for the the lakes out there that are stocked by game and fish um pavilions, and uh, open lawn area as well. Um, Part of the process of developing those trails is also to connect to our adjoining parks. Uh, In that area, we have about 850 contiguous acres of parkland. When you talk about Hyman, Western Hills, First Tee, uh, Brody Creek, Um, the goal is to connect that whole corridor and develop it to be a two-rivers type experience that is, is going to be something special. Um, they got uh, the Fush Creek waterway through there, which really enhances the the offerings in that area as well. So,
0: Yeah, uh, our design manager, Leland, and I, we actually went on an exploring kayaking trip of trying to see about potential future uh, water trails out there. And uh, it is just that whole large area is just... When you see it on a map, it looks small, but when you're out there, it is just massive. Yeah, and the and the
1: goal is actually to not only connect those that those 850 acres, but to connect to Bull Park through Kames Park and over to Woodmore.
2: That so, is awesome. Okay, in in our name, we have parks, and we've talked about that, but we have recreation as well. Kind of talk about goals for recreation this year.
1: Well, I I do hope. Uh, this year, you'll see us out more. Uh, we we really want to focus on getting feedback about what we're offering, um, what what can we do better, what what would you like to see us do. Um, we really want to just fine tune what what our recreation offerings are and make sure that they're what you want.
2: Yep. Keep it recreating. Keep <laughs> recreating. Um, last year, we we went through a process of getting our master plan. Um, gathering information we brought in an outside consultant they're actually putting it together and, and we're hoping to have the results of that see the results of that combine it with what's happened with the task force on repurposing parks is there is there something tangible people will be able to see this year coming out of that 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 you have plans for
1: i, I believe so yeah the the master plan should be completed uh, very shortly uh, we hope to get it out and and blessed by the board this spring. Uh, so, uh, stay tuned for that, but yes, there will be a hard document that'll say this is our 10 year plan for parks and recreation.
2: And, and I know one of the things that you focused on, not, not solely focused on last year. And and as one of your, your goals is refurbishing a lot of our playgrounds. Talk about that.
0: Or maybe some examples of where we had an old playground that we put a new one. Sure. Uh, Again, we did a, a great job of analyzing
1: and, and defining where our deficiencies were with our our playgrounds, and we have a great uh, documents that that support that. And part of that is to say what's what is in need, uh, both safety wise and functionality wise, and identify what uh, what needs to be replaced. And we I think again, we we did some good things last year. We replaced five playgrounds throughout our system. Part of it was funded by a grant through our state parks and tourism. Um, so the five playgrounds were Reservoir, Hanger Hill, Canis, um, Cheatham, and Ottenheimer. Ottenheimer. And Ottenheimer was a great project because we combined it with another grant project to upgrade the trail system out there. So we got a new trail, got a new playground, and uh, we feel, really feel that, that uh, it's enhanced the park for that community.
0: Awesome. And another thing about John that a lot of people might not know, but he's also uh, involved in our state recreation chapter, uh, ARPA. Would you want to talk about what you kind of help with with ARPA? Sure.
1: Yeah, I think ARPA is a great resource for all parks and recreation professionals in the state of Arkansas. Um, Really, obviously, proud to be a part of it. Uh, Been on their board for quite some time, and really does, they've made some strides over the past few years and getting more people involved and get more cities involved and it's just just giving knowledge to those who uh are starting up and and helping
0: expand uh the reach of parks and recreation in the community awesome so anything you would like to say to the citizens or any of the listeners out there
1: yeah absolutely i think uh just excited to be here um there's just, just tremendous potential here in Little Rock for our park system. Uh, we have the bones of a great, great park system. I think um, I, uh, the mayor says we, we can be the catalyst of the New South, and I, I, I think we can be in our park system as well. I think we can fall in line with that, that goal and that, uh, that lofty goal. But we, we have the ability, we have the bones to be a great park system. Uh, I think we're a very good park system, but we, we've got to uh, take that next step to be a great park system.
0: That is great. Now, we're starting to get to the end of our program right now. John, thank you for coming in today and talking with us on the podcast here. Or I guess you could say you were stepping out with us here at Little Rock Parks and Recreation. Thank you, Grant and Mike, for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So I think we'll go ahead and call this one a day. Say goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. We'll catch you in two weeks.